Hello and welcome. Oh, hello and welcome to Empty Your Q. I'm Cameron, and uh, I'm sitting here with Dustin. <laughs> What's up? Uh, probably at this point, you've heard a few episodes, gotten the gist of it. We're just recommending uh, good watches, maybe some bad watches too, um, with the previous Charlie's Angels episode. Uh, uh, just some good watches while you're in this time of need. In this uh, time of quarantine. In this time of quarantine, um, with COVID nineteen. Uh, going around like hotcakes really everybody but uh today we're gonna talk about a special movie um i had seen it a few times before you finally sat down and watched it yeah I had, it, I, it's always in my queue really? always always and forever in my okay. queue uh it's one of the best sports movies of all time and it's really a, a movie about inches is what it is and that's any given sunday Oh yeah, starring Al Pacino, Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid, Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox, Jim Brown, a bunch of penises <laughs> in the <laughs> background, unbelievable, an amount. unbelievable amount of penises. James Woods before he was a monster, not a lot of tits, but a lot of penises. <laughs> and James Woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't like looking at James Woods, so I didn't know he was terrible. Mm, so I was okay. like, damn, why does everyone? Oh, I get why everyone oh, hates James that's, Woods. That's you know. Everyone. Because, like, he was a loved actor in the 90s. Until Twitter became a thing, yeah. Yeah. As soon as he was able to, like, put his opinions out there. Yeah. It was like, ah, school shooting didn't happen. Like, okay. Gets rough. All right, James. But, um, any given Sunday. It's about football. It is a simple way to put it. It's about so much more. Beyond that, it's about predicting the future, manhood. Mortality. um, Corruption. Mortality. Mortality. Um, ethics 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 it's about a lot it really it really what i gotta tell you it's a smart ingenious movie it's like a music video came to life for two and a half hours yes or it's like if espn put a highlight package together for a game or like you know how they do like the game feel like it's oliver stone's worst directed movie you know how they do the like the game (laughs) recaps on it during football season and it's like here's the whole day in like two minutes with music. Yes, in that 1998, like, that felt like this, like that in for two and a half hours. Yes. So I had seen, but snippets. not like nowadays. It's not like nowadays. No, it's not a music video of nowadays. This is like a very dated 1990s. Yeah. Yeah. Like house techno in your face. It's aggressive. It's aggressively in your face. But it's also like, it's like a Master P video and a Massive Attack video. But it's had a baby. Because it's like super like pertinent and prescient. For right now. To now. To the NFL in the last like five to ten years really. Like uh, like when I, the first thing I said. Well, the things that have come to light and like been what the public give a shit about. Right. Like this movie is, it's bread and butter. So the first the first thing I said when this ended was I think I texted you or I said to someone I said this movie's like Oliver Stone did a mountain of cocaine and then predicted the NFL's future for the next 20 years 100%. Like I can't 100%. I can't think of another way. So I'd never seen it. I'd always thought the about it. The only thing in it that is far-fetched is the ending where yeah. he straight up is like I'm going to retire. Psych. I'm going to this team I'm going and to- I'm taking your star quarterback. I'm going to the expansion Suck my team. dick. I'm out. And the media's like, oh, what a guy. 
I w- right? That Tony. Right. Oh, oh, that scamp. That guy. Uh, that lovable scamp. That 65-year-old scamp. I do wish Oliver Stone would make... Any Given Sunday too. Yes, where he's like with that team. He won a championship. He's been with that team for 24 years. Willie, Me- Willie Beeman is... Or actually, Pacino's the owner. Willie Beeman's the coach. He would have to be now, yeah. And he's got he's got a like star quarterback he's got to deal with and... This time the quarterback's white. Whoa. Ooh, that's Whoa. a novel concept. Whoa. White quarterback in football? Right wing. Big time Republican. <sighs> Willie Beeman's his coach. I could see Oliver Stone doing that, though. Maybe. And there's also a whole subplot about uh, political corruption and uh, um, uh, election rigging. Okay. That's Local timely. election rigging. That's timely. That's what he would, yeah. Face so, Facebook interference, things in, like that. In pro football, in, in the in the in football. So I I had a couple of notes that I made while I was watching it because you were like, yeah, you got to watch this movie, man. It's crazy. So th- this is just a partial list of things that I think Oliver Stone might have invented when it comes to modern football with this movie. Okay. Okay. The the thought of a running quarterback. Because yeah. this movie came out before Michael Vick kind of revolutionized the position. Yeah, and, and you had it in college. That's yeah. where you saw it primarily. Uh, the read option is the big play that he does at the end. To yeah, LL Cool J. And I'm um, like that. I don't think it. That's again. That's college stuff though. Too the read option. The idea of the up tempo spread offense. Yeah, with him all changing of that. the plays at the line and yeah. pissing off and the, the coaches. And it pisses off the coach. And now every quarter, if you can't do that at the line, you're just Josh Rosen. You're yeah, effectively. <laughs> you're you're just oh. sitting. So that there's uh, CTE. This movie really shines the, a light on CTE. It's uh, not just CTE. Like the everyone's going to die. Shark is literally paralyzed on the field. Yeah, and I think he's dead. In the and they're like, game. it's like it's all good. And then he's like, gives a thumb up to the crowd, and they're yeah. like, oh, okay. And yeah. everyone's like, it's like he's a champion. He's a millionaire now. He got that bonus. Yep. Yeah. It's like sad because you're like, this dude is like, and you never really get to see the resolve of that. You don't no. see him in a wheelchair, or like anything. It's just like, here's this big emotional storyline, and you don't really get the payoff. He gets he gets his million, but he might yeah. also be paralyzed. Like, yeah. I don't know. But you don't really know. So there's that. Which there's means all that millions is going to towards healthcare costs. And yeah. Taxes. Yeah. That's, that's it. So, so it's going to really realistically. Hey, the insurance it. won't won't get taxed. Two hundred thousand. So disability insurance, he'll get that. Uh, this movie predicted the rise of journalists like Jim Rome and Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's With got uh, Doctor Cox, aka Doctor Cox, <laughs> Cox is, is essentially Jim Rome. Yeah. Like he's, he's he is, basically he's, Jim Rome. Yeah. Like the hot take artist that is just a rabble rouser. But it's also like, it's a mixture of that and like bleacher report reporting where it's Mm -hmm. like these individual guys with teams, beat beat writers effectively, but not really working for a publication, but like working for For the team. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he, because he's he's working as a show. He's working for like an ESPN type or like a Fox sports type in studio thing. But it's like really like geared towards that team specifically like it seemed yeah it's like a regional uh subsidiary yeah something like that so it's, it's like, literally like fox sports west like yeah out exactly. here or like prime the dodgers right. network or whatever the fuck it is all right so there's that there's a uh, willie beeman complaining on black coaches and owners in the league yep yeah he's like uh, there's no black owners there's one or two black coaches there's no head coaches 
and this is 1997 that this movie was made. So he's already, this is something that just became an When's issue. When's the Rooney his, Rule? Uh, like mid aughts. Is it? I think. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So this is well before that. It's well before that, and it's also like the Rooney Rule hasn't really fixed much. No, because this just this past year, all this past off season when it started, there was I think one. Uh, Anthony Lynn is like the only one who kept his job, right? He kept his job, but I mean, like there was one new coach hired. I think that was a person of color. Yeah, no, no, but most pretty much all the of color coaches uh, were fired. I think outside of Anthony Lynn. Yeah, outside of Anthony Lynn. Yeah. So there's that. There's um, college athletes not getting paid. That's a big mm-hmm. point in the game, where he says uh, he's the or in the movie, not in the game. He's talking to Al Pacino at Al Pacino's house. He goes over there and he's like. I'm not going to follow your system. Like, are you kidding? Blah, blah, blah. I had someone offer me $500,000 because I couldn't go see my family for something. And so I took it and went to see him. And then they suspended me and cost me years. Mm-hmm. Cost me That's my, Willie my first round draft thing. pick. That's why he, he fell to a seventh rounder. And he was supposed to be a first round talent. Yep. And it's all because he got paid and had this scandal. And that's, again, 1997. Oliver Stone's prophetic. See, they still had that stuff back then, though, but it wasn't as widespread bread as we could see because like smu happens i think in 86 right and that entire school got the fucking death penalty and it just wasn't uh it wasn't like public it wasn't covered that way because we didn't have twitter we didn't have the internet we didn't have yeah no but the smu story was a big story like when that shit happened like that was huge so we have that so that's so those are all the things that he invented in this so now i have a i have a couple either or questions i want to ask you i want to get your opinions ask away is Willie Beeman's TV interview that he does more inflammatory than the one that Jimmy Butler gave after that incident at the Timberwolves facility? So Willie Beeman no. comes on and he's like, I'm the greatest quarterback. These people all need me on this team. All these corny guys. Like, I don't understand why this old ass coach is holding me back. No, because at a certain point, Willie Beeman like comes around. He comes right, around he learns. To, to Pacino. Like he gets it. But you can listen to every interview with Jimmy Butler right now, and that dude is just like, no, I was right. Not only that. Fuck them kids. Not only that. <laughs> it's great, though. I love it. I, I love too. it. I'm I not knocking that. That's, I'm, I'm all here. I'm here for Absolutely Jimmy respect what he did in Minnesota. Fuck them kids. Yeah, I love and, it. But, like, you little boy D'Angelo, it's going to be bitch made in like 25 wins next season. <laughs> but I, I just love that, like, he did all of that, and then the Miami Heat were like, "Here's 120 million dollars." Yeah, yeah. No, I would too. I, that's why, because you want a winner. You want someone who's a winner. Willie Beeman was a winner. Jimmy Butler's a winner. All right, picture this: it's a national playoff game. It's like Wild Card Saturday. Okay, two big teams are playing in this Wild Card game. It's the playoffs. Probably 20 to 30, even more million people watching. What do you think happens if a player actually loses their eyeball? <laughs> and it's just there it's on the field perfectly displayed so my favorite part of that scene is where they come like walking out with a cooler 
to throw the eyeball on. They're like, we're going to save this. And it's literally been ripped out of his head. Cleanly out of his head. Clean out of his head. He's missing it. it and a part of it is a lot of like the nerve endings. Yeah. It's and like the structural it. endings that I don't think you can just like, I don't know, solder back onto your head. You can't your, just like, yeah. To your brain. They don't snap back in. Like yeah. I don't it's think not. it's snap on tools when it comes to eyeballs and ocular things no i'm not a doctor though so i don't know for sure but i don't i think the game continues i do think the game continues i don't think they just stop the break it's at least 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) it depends on when it happens and 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 they come back they come back and al michaels is like ladies and gentlemen what we've experienced here today was a very trying and tragic experience and and we just we want you to know that you know blah 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 yada 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 something something about like we're gonna continue for the fans and he is okay and blah As blah we blah get updates, and we'll give them we'll to let you. you know and you know because he didn't die he right. just lost his entire fucking eyeball. And we've seen we've seen people like break their legs like combat yeah, fractures like calm, like like you know the Redskins kept playing after right. uh, Theismann's leg turned into fucking wishbone on thanksgiving they kept playing after uh, alex smith went down yeah that's all yeah so yeah the vikings i, I think called practice when teddy bridgewater's leg flipped up but that was practice that was practice yeah that's if one of those been things a game especially since people were like throwing up on the field like yeah. that stuff fucked with some dudes so so and they, they did they called off the chiefs game when what's his name shot himself right yeah Jovan Belcher yeah like they were like now nah, we're gonna like, play this yeah, we're not see that it. makes sense yeah but like I don't know somebody loses their eyeball I think they keep the game going I don't think they show it I was just gonna say how many times do you think they show the replay like Once, I think twice? they show the impact replay and they make note of note of like circling be like that's where you see the eye fly out but I don't think they're like on the field shots so we see those on the internet for sure the people in the crowd like you know my iPhone can zoom pretty fucking far. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's you're going to see that eyeball just laying there. All right. So next up, you have one. You must win one game, do or die. Who would you rather have as your quarterback? Cap Rooney at the start of the first half of that playoff game at the end or Joe Flacco right now? Cap Rooney. Because at least, like, Cap Rooney did something for him in that first too. half. Because Joe Flacco didn't do shit. No. Like the Broncos were legitimately probably an eight win team last year. Maybe ten wins if mm-hmm. they had like a serviceable quarterback. If they had Drew Locke the whole year. Yeah. Like they're maybe a nine win team. They're yeah, like nine and nine seven. seven. But no, Flacco is Well, like you said, Caproni is ready to die for you on that field. Yeah. <laughs> he's Caproni is like he's out there, he's like, my next play, my whole life could be done everything could be over but that's okay let's go because i died on that field because i gave it everything. and that's a dedication that i'm looking for in a football player that's like the dedication a company is looking for hiring an employee absolutely like hey this coronavirus you want to die for it you come you come to work you clock in you want to die for the starbucks you want to die for you want to make these lattes you know what i want I want yeah. you to get in here and i want you to make a difference i want you to die for this latte you make this big mac and you hand it out we got gloves. We got gloves. It's fine. Don't cough on it. <laughs> Just don't cough. It'll be fine. And then last question here that I had for you. How much football do you think Al Pacino has ever watched in his life? I think Al Pacino is an every Sunday type of dude. I mean, he is a recluse. 
like for most of his life he was a recluse so i can imagine that dude was just posted up watching sunday football do you think he has a team like who do you think his team is i don't know because i don't really know where he's from he seems like if he's he's back east he's probably like a A jets fan probably jets yeah jets or giants fan i could see him being like joe Namath. yeah how'd you broadway joe He's excellent in this movie. He's, this is a tour de force. Like, he is so quiet, loud. He is like, from he's New York not, City, New York. He, he's not like over the top. He's probably a Giants fan. Um, or no, he's probably a Jets fan. Yeah, I think Jets. Uh, if he was from like Jersey or something, he'd probably be a Giants fan. But um, he's so over the top. But it's like this reserved over the top. Like right. he's still riding that. Like it's not quite devil's advocate extreme, mm-hmm. but it's right there. It's like it's after scent of a woman. He doesn't really have to be on his on his game fully. He's yeah, but he is. Come see it he is. He's, he's like it. he's like LeBron right now. You know. Well, it's dude's, funny you say that, dude. Seventeen seasons in. Do you want to guess how old Al Pacino is right now today? Seventy-five. Seventy-nine. 79 he was 58 when he made any given sunday that makes sense that's like the average age of a coach and he's been turning out movies where he's just going for it ever since then yeah well that starts with seven woman seven woman's like 92 but like 21 years like he just he just gets older and he's just going harder no definitely definitely righteous kills another one where it's like i think that's 2008 and that shit is him and de niro if you ever want to see someone mail in an over the top performance which you're like how do you even do that like how do you mail how do you in go through the motions while this? you're still screaming but they do it they both do they, it yeah you get to watch two at it's one it's incredible and 50 cent, i think yes 50 cent is in that movie there's 88 minutes as well there's, there's a another... scene which is oh fuck 88 minutes is really bad it's another al pacino tour de force i think that's an early how did this get made too like i think they did think 88 they did minutes it, yeah. on how did this get made um well before we go too far off the deep end on al pacino here like do you have any any last thoughts on any given sunday so there's a scene where basically this dude is in the shower i forget what upsets him i don't know if it's the music choice i don't really remember but he gets upset and he leaves the shower and he comes back with a baby alligator he throws the baby alligator in the, in the shower. This is after the game. Right. So was this just chilling in his locker the whole entire time? Did he have it in a bag? Where was this baby alligator? No one saw the baby alligator? Because when they see it and it's thrown at them, granted, you'd be pretty surprised if a baby alligator is thrown at you. But their reaction is to say that they did not know this baby alligator was just chilling in their locker room with them. Right. I don't know. Where the hell did that baby alligator come from? Because they're in Miami. I get it. No, I I get the regional thing, but you can't just go grab an alligator out of anywhere in Miami, you, especially when you're in the locker room of a stadium. Do you think the stadium had a fish tank in one of the offices, and he just is like, "Oh, I'm gonna go grab this." This isn't a this it. isn't a an alligator. It's like medium size. It's not it's just little, you throw it in a fish tank. Alligator. No, it's like can do some damage if it bites you type alligator. No. Yeah, it was. He probably corked its teeth before, too. He's like, oh. No, that dude was roided and he was heated. drugged out. Like, 
He takes a dump with two people. Two people have to help him take a dump. I think it was the music. That dude's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Like, of anyone in that movie, that big white dude with paints his face up like the road warriors and then just leaves it and just leaves it y'all get them in the shower with his face still fully painted it's it's what i imagine is what hanging out with uh what's their names from wwe um the road warriors no for right now with ascension no with um oh i don't know why this is escaping me carl carl and the bullet club Bullet the, Club, the, yeah, the tall one that does the face paint yeah. all the time now. Like I feel like he just keeps that on all the time. He's um, always hanging out. Hey guys, what's up? But the dude just has a baby alligator. Like it's post game. The guy's been out there playing a football game this whole time. He's coming in to take a At shower. Least three and a half hours. How the fuck does he just have a baby alligator just chilling there? And no one's like, maybe we should do something about this. Maybe we should put the baby alligator somewhere. Maybe we shouldn't have this baby alligator in the open. Why is there a baby alligator? Again, why is there a baby alligator? Maybe it's a deleted scene or something. We'll have to we'll have to do some digging, see if we can find that one out, get to the bottom of it. And there is so much dick. <laughs> there is no titty, but all the big black dick in the world you could ever want is in yeah, this movie. One, he walks into the sauna. Willie Beeman walks into the sauna to think about life, and one of the linemen or someone is just sitting there, like it's dick out, open legged, just like, yeah, the yeah. And then there's uh, the part where uh, there's the shower part that he throws the alligator in. There's the part where uh, Cameron Diaz comes into the locker room, and it's just dick everywhere. Um, but it's just like just dick after dick after dick. Well, it's a and locker it, room, so no, no, I get it. But it's like a, you would imagine that there'd be more titty in such a dude type movie and not as much dick. Really quick too. Flaccid dick. You just reminded me of something and I don't mean to segue into this. I have no problem with the dick. I mean, it's just surprising that this movie would have, so you would expect titty, which is just dick. We have to put such an emphasis on it. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, well, one thing that, that I did not enjoy about this movie at all. I don't like Cameron Diaz. I'm okay with her. She's really good as like the villain effectively. Like there's no real villain in this other than concussions and like premature death. A couple of coaches, James Woods. James Woods is evil. Oh yeah, we didn't really touch on James Woods evilness. Like he's legit. Like Matthew Modine comes to him and is like, you were being a piece of shit. And he's just like, yeah, so you told this guy he's dying for glory on the field you told this guy he'd be fine but one more he could kill him yeah well he'll be dying he made that choice years ago anyways he he knew he's playing football he'll be dying for glory then al pacino finds out and al pacino's like hey get out of here like what are you doing and he's like oh now it's a problem now it's an issue which is is very again it's apropos to what's going on right now the nfl is oh now it's a problem 18 years after this movie was bounty gate exactly so I don't know. It's, but yeah, Cameron Diaz. I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of Cameron Diaz. I don't like her in general anyways. But like this didn't do anything to to convince me otherwise. I've always kind of... Why the hell don't you like Cameron Diaz in general? I just I always thought she was overrated. I always kind of felt like she was trying too hard. What? Like it always felt like she was trying too hard to be the cool one. And like here now it feels like she's trying too hard to be like super evil and conniving. Kind of just comes off bratty. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the way she's supposed to be. She inherited everything and didn't really earn anything. So that's her whole issue. Well, and the fact that she's basically just like, if the villain from Major League was played for serious and not for laughs. Yeah, she's effectively also like Georgia Fontier. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, like hey, people like that. We're just going to pack up and move if you don't give us more money. Yeah. But I'm told, I thought she was great as a villain. Oh, see, yeah. yeah that's the only one. That I think the weakest link is LL Cool J. He's terrible. Awful. <laughs> just the worst. And I like LL. He's so boring. He's. He, I do only, too. Not only that, but up the until. The worst the, sunglasses. Oh, when you, up until the final game. He's arguably the worst running back I've ever seen in a football movie. Yeah. He fumbles like two or three times. Fumbles he, and he, he doesn't can't block. follow his blocks. He doesn't pick up blocks. He doesn't. <laughs> he does I don't think he scores a touchdown. While but there is an entire. No, no, he does. I think he scores that like winning touchdown in the playoff game. Oh, no. But I mean like up until that point. Oh, up until he's that, done yeah. nothing that you've seen. Well, because Willie won't get in the ball. Because he's trash. That's true. <laughs> but then there's a subplot where they're like. We're not blocking for you. You can go right. die. They go longest yard on him and he yeah. gets crushed. He just gets destroyed. And then Al Pacino comes in with Which a Which I don't, has any team, I would like to know what teams have done that. Like what teams have been like, I'm so fed up with this asshole that, oh, oops. I bet you it's Joey happened. Bosa just got by. Oopsie poopsies. I bet you it's happened. Do you think that's what happens with Baker Mayfield? I don't know. You think they're just like, nah, fuck this little midget. Let no. him get run over, Ben Roethlisberger. Why he's always running ben. for his life? Maybe Ben. Maybe Philip. No, because everyone likes Philip Rivers. Nah, and he didn't get sacked all that much. Maybe. Ooh, like, what if Andrew Luck's low key a dickhead? That's what I was just gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. Like, what if they're like people are like Peyton Manning didn't get rocked too much. But like, that was like early on near the end when he couldn't throw. If like, could you imagine like you go to practice with Peyton Manning and you know he can't throw more than five yards? Yeah, but, but he's still, still barking like, at you on where to be in the field and like missing assignments and stuff. Uh, no, nah, that team loved him. Like that's why they won a Super Bowl. That whole team like came together and won him a Super Bowl. He was so fucking useless. <laughs> he was yeah. Like, so I don't know. Yeah, but Andrew Luck maybe. Andrew Luck, hello, Marcus Mariota. It seems like uh, Jameis Winston, Dwayne Haskins might be on his way to that. I don't know. They seem to like get behind because he had that that famous clip in like week. 14, that whole team's 15. fucking terrible, though. Too. But like week fourteen, fifteen, he had that clip where he was standing on the sideline, and he's like, "What do you guys need me to do? Am I holding the ball too long? Am I not rolling? Am I not?" And then like the linemen just talked through as he was talking. They just continued talking to themselves and laughing and joking. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, Ron Rivera's now there to stop that shit. Well, he just traded for... Well, we're going to get to NFL here. He, he just traded for Kyle Allen. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty funny. I was like, oh, Panthers quarterback trade. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, so any other thoughts on any given Sunday before we get out of here? So many dicks. Um, it is oh, the fact that Dr. Cox doesn't sue them after he's physically assaulted by a coach. He's shoved over the benches. Yeah, <laughs> like almost cracks his skull and is just like... <laughs> clearly they settled, he gets upset they're clearly he settles because at the end when pacino's leaving his press conference he's like i see you smoking all those cigars that i guess i bought you huh? oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, good one. oh yeah i forgot about that i it's forgot like about he that i got a fat settlement um but like could you imagine like the coach assaults you you get paid out and your first thought is i better go back to work covering that too. so oh oh yeah yeah and speaking of camera Diaz, so she comes down there and she kind of hits on willie beeman do you think she has sex with kind of every star like do you think ella cool jays banged it out with that with like the owner of the team like do you think she's just like flexing her sex muscle she's like i'm i own i'm power F- well, fuck you Yes, I do. You think? Yeah. 100%. Because she kind of like comes down, she's like, kind of like, mm. Willie, that was a great game. Yeah. And he's like, thanks. 
Yeah, he's I think like, he says nah. her name wrong. He's like, oh, yeah, because cool. he's not. He's just yeah. doesn't trust doesn't, her. Doesn't need no white women. Yeah, exactly. Dirty ass evil white women. He knows. You're gonna have to edit this. Yeah. This is <laughs> Don't edit it. Let so, him know. Let him know what I think. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get out of here. So I need to give white women are evil. A little long. It's uh, two and a half, two forty. White I think. women are evil. No, it's like two forty five. It's about two and a half hours. Yeah, and white women are evil. <laughs> Good luck editing all this out. I'm not going to edit any of it. Good. You're just going to look like a horrible person. I don't look like a horrible person. White women look like a horrible person. So anyways, if you like sports movies, if you like Oliver Stone, if you like uh, young Jamie Foxx. If you like getting on Twitter and pretending that you care about a cause, you're a white woman. <laughs> and even Sunday. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. And uh, Just say words. Don't take action. There we go. That's what white women do. Have a good night.